shining the spotlight on the future of hockey. Hey, it's Ty Smith of the Spokane Chiefs. It's Adam Bokris. Hey, it's Joe Valeno from the Drummondville Voltageurs. Hey, it's Quinn Hughes from the University of Michigan. Hi, I'm Dominic Buck. I'm Jacob Bernard Docker of the Oak Oaks Oilers. It's Joe O'Brien. Hi, it's Barrett Hayden of the Sioux Greyhounds. Brady Kachuk from the Boston University Terriers. Major Junior. In the 100th year of the Memorial Cup, the Ankeny Panthers T-Tall have won it for the first time. NCAA. Face off, 50-50, that's it. Minnesota Dice. Minnesota Duluth, national champions. The World Juniors. Time winding down, and Finland has won the World Junior Championship in Vancouver in spectacular style. The NHL Draft. The Buffalo Sabres are proud to select Frolunda defenseman Rasmus Dahlin. And more. Oh, yes! Oh, my goodness. We're not going home yet, baby! This is the Pipeline Show. Here we go. Hello and welcome to the Pipeline Show. My name is Guy Flaming. Exciting time of the year, especially if you are a fan of uh, junior or college hockey. It's the playoffs. Well, playoffs in college hockey starting this weekend in four out of the six NCAA conferences. Uh, The AJHL, the BCHL, all the CJHL leagues. BCHL actually started playoffs last week. AJ gets going this weekend, and the playoffs in the CHL are right around the corner just uh, this weekend and next weekend left on the regular season schedule, and then things get serious. Uh, welcome to the Pipeline Show. If you're a returning listener, thanks for coming back. If you're new to the program, then welcome to the Pipeline Show. I hope that you'll be back for more. As always on the show, we start with the question of the day. It's brought to you by the Edmonton Oil Kings, who have just five games left on the regular season schedule. Three of them against the Calgary Hitmen. They play uh, Kootenai and Red Deer as well, and that kind of leads into the uh, question of the day. It's a two-part question of the day, which I uh, put on Twitter this morning. As I'm speaking to you right now, it is a Thursday morning. By the time you're hearing this, it'll be a Thursday evening probably. But the uh, question questions of the day revolve around the uh, WHL Central Division and the the wildcard race. They're basically two groups now as it's uh, separated somewhat. You At the top of the division, you have uh, three teams, Edmonton with 82 points, Lethbridge with 82 points, and Calgary with 78 points. And I include Calgary in that mix. Even though they're back by four points, they have four games left, and three of them are against Edmonton, and the other is against Lethbridge. So really, Calgary has their future uh, in their hands. If they were to be able to win out, they would end up uh, tied with Edmonton, at least depending on what happens with the Oil Kings in their other two games. But with Calgary uh, behind them by four points, actually they would be uh, two points ahead of Edmonton, again, depending on what the Oil Kings did in the two games uh, against Red Deer and Kootenai. So it's it's still incredibly close. Calgary's also there. They have four games left, three against Edmonton. The other is against Lethbridge. So the, the Hurricanes... Uh, all three of these teams are pretty much intertwined. So that's the first part of the question of the day is how do you think that ends up on the uh, final standings? Right now you have Edmonton Lethbridge tied with 82 points. The Oil Kings have five games left, Lethbridge four. And then the Calgary Hitman with 78 points and four games left. As I mentioned, Calgary plays Edmonton three times and Lethbridge still as well. So let me know what you think of that. And the other half of the question of the day is uh, in regard to the wildcard chase. You have three teams fighting out for the last two playoff spots in the WHL's Eastern Conference. They are right now going into the uh, last two weekends 
Medicine Hat has 70 points and five games left. Red Deer has 68 points and six games left. And the Brandon Wheat Kings have 68 points and five games left. So, oh, and uh, interestingly enough, they all play each other one more time each. So Medicine Hat plays both Red Deer and Brandon and uh, vice versa with the other two as well. So it's uh, interesting when you have head-to-head matchups, but not necessarily. I mean, they could all win one of those games and really nothing changes. So uh, we'll see how it all uh, pans out over the next couple of weeks. But the question is, what do you think is going to happen? Of those three teams, Medicine Hat, Red Deer, and Brandon, who misses out on the playoffs? Let me know. You can get in uh, touch with me for both of those questions on Twitter at TPS underscore Gee. And if you want to get tickets to the, uh, the last a few home games for the Oil Kings, in fact, there are only two regular season games left on the schedule. That would be this coming Sunday when the Kootenai Ice are in town. That's a 4 o'clock start. Last time you're going to see the ice representing Cranbrook, B.C. before they move to Winnipeg in the offseason. And the Calgary Hitmen, uh, that is the first of a home-at-home that closes out the regular season. That will be uh, Saturday the 16th. That's an afternoon game, a 2 o'clock game at Rogers Place. You can get your tickets for those games through oilkings.ca. Click on the tickets part on the toolbar, and uh, it'll lead you from there. And haven't seen anything official yet in terms of uh, what the playoff pictures or what the playoff package will look like. But in years past, they have had the Oil Kings have had the $99 uh, playoff ticket package. So $99 gets you every playoff game. Bit of a gamble because uh, it could only mean the first round or it could go all the way to the finals. And, you know, that's happened in the past. Both have happened in the past. But as long as you get out of the first round or even play three games, I mean, three three games uh, in the first round for 99 bucks. It's a bit more expensive than uh, regular price uh, or regular season tickets, but it is the playoffs. But you get out of that first round, and, oh boy, tickets, uh, your average price per ticket goes way down after that. No, I don't see anything yet in terms of uh, playoff ticket packages. I am going to assume that that will happen once they've uh, secured uh, standing, where they exactly they're going to be playing, who their opponent will be in the first round, all of those type of things. There's also some question of which uh, dates they would actually use at Rogers Place because... The, oil, the, the Edmonton Oilers, obviously they're the primary tenant of the building, but Michelle Obama also in town for a speaking engagement. Uh, the available dates then would become the 24th and 25th, Sunday and Monday. Not ideal. Sunday's fine, but you wouldn't want to play if you're the uh, the home team uh, on a Monday necessarily. Lower ticket draw, obviously. Uh, they could play the Saturday, the 23rd. Uh, but the Oilers have an afternoon game that day, so it might be a little tricky. You might have end up having an 8 o'clock start or something on Saturday night, or maybe they can fit it in at 7 or 7.30. Uh, right now, the Oil Kings are in a pretty good uh, place to have home ice advantage in the first round, but it's not a lock yet, so they might be waiting. Uh, well, it would make sense that they would wait to, until that is all settled once and for all. Let's get to the news and notes, and I wanted to start with a, a bunch of signing announcements. Uh, all of these out of the CHL, obviously, because the NCAA guys aren't going to be signing when the playoffs are about to sign start. Rather, um, So you'll start seeing all the college uh, hockey signings here in the next uh, couple of weeks as a bunch of teams uh, get knocked out as they start getting uh, bounced from the NCAA National Tournament after the conference playoffs. Uh, but right now it's the CHL signings, uh, one lo- uh, fairly close to home here. Uh, Reese Johnson of the Red Deer Rebels has been signed by the Chicago Blackhawks. Of course, they signed... Uh, Brandon Hagel 
earlier this season. So a couple of teammates there getting snapped up by the Blackhawks. Minnesota, they signed Connor Dewar, who they drafted. Colorado signed Nick Henry, who they drafted. The New York Rangers signed Joey Keene of the London Knights. They drafted him. The Dallas Stars uh, uh, lock up uh, Ty Felliber from the Ottawa 67s. He was a uh, an overage player, a free agent, as is Jimmy Huntington in uh, Ramuski and Tampa Bay assigned him. So there's uh, some signings uh, to pass on, and we'll, I'm sure we'll see a bunch more of those uh, start to trickle in now as uh, the end of the regular season comes close. And I always wonder about the timing of it. Uh, you know, you, you, if you sign guys during the playoffs, maybe you shouldn't sign guys during the playoffs. It's kind of interesting to see if, whether or not it would be a you know a distraction. But good for those players. Congratulations to them. Also, congratulations to uh, the University of Alberta, uh, capturing another Canada West title with a uh, 2-1 series victory against the Saskatchewan Huskies, who actually won Game 1. They were hosting uh, the series. Uh, both of those clubs, though, will go on to uh, Nationals. That will be in Lethbridge. Mentioned that uh, four of the six NCAA conferences start their playoffs this weekend. Uh, the only two that don't are the NCHC and Hockey East. They will start next weekend, but uh, the other four do get going. Uh, caught this uh, story on uh, College Hockey News this week from uh, Mike McMahon uh, mentioning that uh, Merrimack, with a new head coach this year, uh, he has told seven players on the squad that uh, they won't be back with the team next year. The reason I bring this up, it, it's, it doesn't get reported on a, a whole lot, and so I credit Mike for, for tackling that here. He does mention at the end of it, I'm going to quote his last uh, paragraph, it's not uncommon for teams to go through roster shakeups after a new head coach takes over a program. Last April, Jason Lammers cut eight players at Niagara following his first season, and UMass head coach Greg Carville moved on from nine players in 2017 after his first season uh, with uh, the Minutemen. Uh, in this case, it's uh, seven players who uh, won't be back with the Merrimack Warriors. What stood out to me from this was this, we hear a lot about how shameful it is. I mean, a lot of people frown on players who uh, decommit from one program and go to another or decommit from a college hockey period and jump to the CHL. And there are a lot of people, uh, college people, who kind of turn up their noses at players who do those types of things. I guess it's to me it's a two-way street. I mean, you got coaches at programs doing it to those players as well. I mean, these are, these are seven guys who committed to Merrimack. They said, I'm going to go play for you, and no fault to their own, they've basically been cut from the program. So it goes both ways. And I'm not saying that it's wrong that the, the teams do this. Uh, it makes sense to me as well. Um, but I'm just saying I don't think the players should be vilified for their decisions when they decide to leave a program to go to a different one or to leave to go to the uh, Canadian Hockey League. Two-way street. Uh, one more sad note to uh, pass on. I'm sure you've probably heard if you follow the Canadian Hockey League at all, but uh, the uh, Blainville Boisbriand Armada lost a player this week. Real tragic story as uh, Alec Reed started suffering seizures and uh, passed away uh, last weekend, uh, 18 years old. Just a, a real sad story there. I don't know the uh, the entire story, but just uh, obviously really feel for uh, his family, obviously, and uh, for the team as well. Okay, let's move on, get to the uh, guest list. Here's what's coming down the pipe this week. You're going to hear from uh, four players, four guests rather. Three of them are players. We will start with the NCAA campus report. Jimmy Connolly is going to uh, be the guest 
from USCHO.com. He's going to uh, tee up the playoff picture. You look at the pairwise right now, and there's a lot of big-name teams who are on the outside looking in. They're going to need to win their conferences just to get in to the national tournament. Of course, with some big-name teams out, that means some smaller and maybe newcomers are uh, in a good spot to make the national tournament. We'll talk about that. Also about some UFAs, uh, guys that uh, the NHL clubs might be circling right now, waiting for their teams to finish up so they can offer those guys contracts. And, of course, we'll uh, take a look at the uh, Hobie Baker list as well and who Jimmy thinks is in good contention to be uh, maybe on the Hobie Hattrick as college hockey's top player. As we'll keep going with the college guys. As a guest I had tried to line up last week and actually it was supposed to happen and it fell through at the last minute. Uh, Jeremy Davies is a Canadian. He's a uh, defenseman with the Northeastern Huskies. Draft pick of the New Jersey Devils. You're going to hear from him today on the Pipeline Show. From there, we'll have a pair of 2019 draft spotlight segments. So we'll go with Josh Nodler of the Fargo Force. Saw him in the summer at the Holinka Gretzky Cup. He played for the United States in that tournament. We talk a little bit about that event, but uh, also catch up with what's happened this year with the Force in the USHL, defending uh, Clark Cup champs in that league. And we'll end it today with a, another 2019 draft spotlight. This one, a player, a big big defenseman out of the WHL. His name is Caden Korzak. He plays for the WHL's Kelowna Rockets. Right now ranked 31 in North America by NHL Central Scouting. So you factor in some of the Europeans and uh, maybe a goaltender in the first round. So Korzak, probably a top 50 pick for the 2019 draft. Well, you get introduced to him to close out this week's show. But we'll start it off with a NCAA campus report. Jimmy Connolly to set the stage what's happening at this time of year around College Puck. That's up first here on the Pipeline Show with Gee Flaming. McKechnie won it, left half boards. McCarr skates down the boards to the corner, stops up there, then got around a defender to the side of the net, cuts in front, shoots, and scores! A thing of beauty, a work of art. McCarr just took over this whole game, dangling a defender out of his skates in the left corner, cutting to the slot untouched. Hey, it's Kale McCarr of the Brooks Bandits, and you're listening to the Pipeline Show. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 90% rate. NHLers Kyle Turris wow, and Duncan Keith and future NHLers Tyson Jost and Dante Fabro all took the campus route. Whether you are a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. Champions of the college hockey world. 